baby talk. Hardcore ick. Really? Hardcore. I hate hair. Wow. So if I have to like lie on their chest and they've got hair. Oh. <laughs> this guy walked up to these two other guys and they go, oh, Jandals and Jeans. And he goes, oh yeah. And the other one goes, well, you got the feet to do it. And I was like, does he? <laughs> Melodramatic Vibes. Your unofficial big sister supporting you through your 20s. New podcasts every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. The ZM Podcast Network. Play ZM's Fletch, Vaughan and Hayley. Just announced two extra shows. Um, Ed Sheeran, uh, is this just another uh, way to secure your New Zealand citizenship? <laughs> uh, yeah, why not? Why not? No, I'm, I'm really, I'm really, really pumped to get to get back. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm surprised that they're putting on another one because I know like how big the venue was so i'm really really pleased and happy so thank you you for- mean so much to new zealand at the stage this time when you come you get to eat one of the kiwi birds yeah imagine he says it looked like you were wiping saliva off your mouth imagine a mate, mm. a, a mate of mine went like wilderness trekking there and they, they were saying that you guys have like a deer problem yep and the, the, yeah. you have like you have to kill deer over there or something. Yeah, yeah, the deer cull because yeah, they're wild. But like most things that were introduced to New Zealand, they just got here and they were like, "This is just lovely," and they, <laughs> and they flourished. So they humped, yeah, they, yeah they humped up a storm and made more of themselves. Yeah, deer cullish and tar, which are kind of like a cross between a deer and a goat. I don't know how else to describe them. Very alpine looking thing. Got to kill them. <laughs> uh, a lot of things need killing. Uh, feel I feel free like to bring a gun. <laughs> It isn't coming here to kill our animals, whether ones we like or not. <laughs> he brought it up. He was like, "You got a deer problem, do you?" It sure will take well, care you of it. Saying, you were saying I was going to kill a kiwi, but no, you yeah. don't. No, 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 you don't kill it. You just eat it. That's you, you have oh, to come oh. five five more times before you're allowed to kill one. Cool, done. Yeah, done. <laughs> it's happening, uh, Ed Sheeran. We are looking forward to having you back. But before that, you've got um, you've got a, a lot of shows around Europe. Are you, just about to get yeah. stuck into the European League. Yeah, it's well, we're kind of pretty stuck in right now. I've done six weeks of it so far, and it's been it's been great. It's been great. I mean, it's mad, like going to some cities uh, and fe- like feeling energy that I haven't felt before playing those cities because it's in the round. You're basically surrounded by, like, you're so close to everyone that you mm. just feel like every bit of of energy. So we've just done four nights in Manchester, and it was like insane. How are you like, handling? Oh, sorry. Um, I was, was going to say when you play end on, you're kind of yeah, very far away from a crowd, so you just kind of you feel like you're kind of performing sort of to yourself, but yeah, also but detached. How are you yeah. handling this all with a new bebe? You got a new bebe in the house. Oh well, I, I mean, apologies if I feel a uh, seem a bit. <laughs> nah, yeah, it's a long night. Literally before you jumped on the Zoom. Uh, in the background of Vaughan's house, because we're all at home, uh, was two very rowdy girls. <laughs> and he was like, this yeah, is what man. Ed's got to look forward to. Oh, man. It's, yeah, yeah. It's just like when one's calm, the other's not. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, we've hit this. We've hit this now. Youngest is eight. Oldest is 10. Just turned eight. And they're both chaotically um, out of control at the same time. So. <laughs> 10, 10, 10 and eight. 10 and eight, oh, yeah. Doesn't, doesn't end. No. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. <laughs> No, wait Never. till they get to 16, Ed. I was a nightmare. 
Oof, like, you're in for a world. When you say nightmare, like, like, how, like, are you like trashing I, the house? Like, <laughs> sneaky out, I, like, I kind of did. Actually, at one moment, uh, my parents said I was allowed to decorate my room. So I uh, got vivids and I drew pentagrams all over the walls. <laughs> and I don't think that's quite uh, the aesthetic my mum was going for. No, I, although I was, the, I was sort of like that when I was like 12, 13. I got really into Slipknot. Oh, good oh, bet. We did all had a Slipknot face. Oh, of course we did. <laughs> a, a classic bet. Oh my God, Ed, you've got to do some covers. You've got to do some collabs. So I bought, I bought Iowa the other day. They released Iowa on vinyl, and I, I do vinyl breakfast with them, my daughter, every morning. And you know, we'll play like everything from like Black Sabbath to like Jack Johnson. And I got Iowa, and I was like. I wonder if this is a morning album. I don't think this is a morning album. No, I can see her, her first words at kindy being like, people equal shit. Yeah. <laughs> I've been listening to Slipknot with my dad. What song is people equal shit from? Was that, they wore that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and I always remember it was on the overalls with the barcode and it had people equal yeah, yeah. shit on it. And it was just like, my parents were like, I don't, my friend wore one of the t-shirts and they were like, don't you dare great, buy one man, of those t-shirts. It's a great album though. I mean, like, like they're, they're so good at playing music. Like they're really great musicians, but it's yeah. just, like when you've just woken up in the morning with your like, <laughs> yeah, maybe not. you should not get them quite. to open for your next tour. <laughs> you might lose I mean, a few fans. I don't know, man. Probably gain some. I <laughs> think, I think. I think going to a show and seeing an opening act that's in, uh, like not like the main act is actually quite fun. Yeah, hell yeah. Do you get what? any downtime when you're in New Zealand? Yeah, loads. Loads. I'm actually turning 32 um, in and around that. So I'm going to uh, plan my birthday party in New Zealand and do something fun. Oh, my God. We accept. <laughs> <laughs> do, you need a, do you need a venue? Like, what are you thinking? Uh, I don't know, really. I don't know. I think there's so much there's so much cool stuff in New Zealand that it won't be that hard. I mean, it will just be like wherever we are, we'll find something. But um, yeah, cake wise, um, it's actually in my management contract that my manager has to get me a Colin the Caterpillar cake every year. Do you know about Colin the Caterpillar? No. no. It's like a chocolate sponge cake that looks like a caterpillar that you buy from the Marks and Spencers here. It's like I'm a, just right. looking it up. I've had a Colin the Caterpillar <laughs> cake every year since I was like three. Ed, you are a superstar. You can do better than the, <laughs> the Caterpillar cake. Look at it. It's oh, so no, cute. No, but sometimes I have my birthday not in England, so he has to get like a chef specially to make it. So it oh. looks exactly the same. But like, I, you can still do super. It's in the, if he doesn't do it, the contract's over and I get to leave. Well, I'm going to hook you up. I'm the host of the uh, Great Kiwi Bake Off, the spin off of the British Bake Off. I'll be able to find you a celeb oh. baker. To make you this caterpillar, <laughs> very silly caterpillar. I'm in. I'm in. It actually hey, sounded um, like he wanted out of his management contract, and this was he was making sure it was as, literally as far from a Marks and Spencers as he possibly could be. Things, there's a few things in the contract that um, we've taken one out. He 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 doesn't like Harry Potter, and he really doesn't like watching the films. So I got him the uh, the Weasley twins on a key ring, and then a massive picture of them. And then my in my contract, it was uh, whenever he does like a really professional, serious photo shoot, like a music magazine, he has to have that picture in the background. So that was part <laughs> of my contract. And then also that he always has to sit next to me on a plane and look happy. And they took the look happy bit out of it because they're like, we can't control that, but we can make sure that he always sits next to you on a, on a plane. But yeah, I have fun <laughs> doing the contract because he has to like pay a lawyer like 
loads of money every time I make <laughs> so, like, write it in and spend like days doing it. I love, I, I love doing it. You've got to find joy in contracts. You've got to find some joy in these contracts. Exactly. And, you know, just like doing a management contract and being like, yeah, I'll give you 20%. Like, what do I get? I want, I want <laughs> background. <laughs> I want, some, I want some joy out of it, some absolute joy out of this. Now, I just moments before the interview started, bit my lip terribly, and I can still feel it. Have you ever had, like, I was just thinking of biting the lip. I can live with this, but have you ever, like, done something just before you've gone on stage that you're like, I'm going to have to work through dealing <laughs> with this while I perform to thousands of people? Oh, yeah, pretty much every gig, there's something that goes on. There's some bombshell that drops and you're just thinking about it the whole time, being like, why would you tell me that just before I go on mm. stage? But, but yeah, no, that, that happens all the time. Um, what else? What do you do if you need to go for a wee in the middle? <laughs> you know, that's a really weird thing, is I drink probably about five litres of water on stage and never need a pee. And then afterwards, as soon as I get off stage, it's just like, bam. I think there's some sort of adrenaline thing. Mm. Probably the yeah. same with, like, football players or sports athletes or whatever that you just don't for that time. I saw that you sponsor you sponsor a football team and, and your tour yeah. logos. Have you, have you thought about buying a team like Ryan Reynolds? Uh, firstly... That Ryan Reynolds thing is definitely a TV show. Is definitely. it? Definitely, yeah. I watched a, p- a press conference of them, and I was like, "That's that seems like it's going to be like in like a Netflix like oh, fake documentary." Really? And also, if you know where the football team is, it's not. It's so out the way. It's so random. Right. So, um, yeah, that's. I saw that, and I was like, "That doesn't look like it's just like them having fun." I reckon that's them having oh, fun. No, it's it is. It is. It's. It's called. What's it called? Making Wrexham or building Wrexham. And oh, it is. Right. It is, yeah, okay, cool. is going to be a series. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Um, no buying a team. You know. So. So there's been a lot of talk about that with me and my home team, and you know it's a hell of a lot of money to do it, and then like if they're still bad. <laughs> so it's like, you know, whereas, and you know the, the owners, the owners of football teams in England get a lot of blame, unless you're like. Shake Mansoor and you've got Man City and yeah. you're winning the league. Yeah. You can't really do anything right. You know, you yeah. have, you kind of, you're, you're always going to be losing games and you're always going to be making wrong decisions. But I was like, I can put money into my team by sponsoring them. And that's me supporting them. And yeah. that's me showing the fans that like, I'm a fan of the team and the fans will like appreciate the support. But if I own the team and then I wasn't putting in enough money or I wasn't mm-hmm. going to enough games, or I wasn't picking the right players, you know, like you're, you're just <laughs> number one no, and, enemy. And you know what I don't under, what I don't understand either. There must be some sort of like tax write off thing with football teams, but like <laughs> it's such a money pit, like such yeah. a money pit. And all of these like clever billionaires buy these teams <laughs> and just spend hundreds of millions of pounds or dollars every single year and then make nothing back. And I'm like, who's your financial advisor? <laughs> Saying, you know what's good? Why don't you buy Chelsea for yeah. 4.6 billion and then spend 500 million a year? Like, <laughs> I just don't, I don't understand it. Like, I don't, I don't understand why people own football. It, for me, it's kind of like a yacht or a like private plane. Like you yep. would just have to buy it knowing that you were going to lose loads of money. Yeah. You'd just be like, right, God. I'm perfectly happy that I'm just going to, it's like, it's like building a bonfire in a garden 
and just pouring fifty pound notes. <laughs> the well, it sounds like you're bringing you're flying Jetstar to New Zealand uh, next yeah. year. Looking forward to it, Ed Sheeran. Two extra shows you've just announced, and really looking forward to seeing you next year, mate. Thank you. Sorry about that little rat. I'm just no, no it, it makes perfect sense. I can understand when people buy a boat and they use it t- t- two times a year. And just hire a boat. Just hire a boat. Mate, the, yeah, dude, I know a guy with a boat and it costs him three million a year and he doesn't even go on it. He has it. He no. has it lend to people for business meetings. Yeah. That's insane. And it's like you say, yeah. you don't own the club. It's easy when they're on a losing streak to be like, they're shit. But if you own them, you can't really be like, that's it's your my problem. team. Yeah. Thanks so much, mate. I'm so, uh, guys, I've, I had like two hours sleep. I'm sorry if I'm a bit like. No, <laughs> you're no. awesome. You're fine. You're fine. ZDM's Fletch, Vaughn and Hayley. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.